0: Welcome guys, this is a really cool one. So the tables have been flipped and Scotty is actually interviewing me. So Scott's the founder of PLC. If you haven't heard his one before, I've done a podcast with him. So go listen to that if you haven't already. But he's actually flipped the tables here and he's actually interviewing me. So you're gonna hear a lot of my backstory, how I got started, a couple of things I've learned along the way, and yeah, I guess a bit bit of the background of how I got to where I am today. So it's really cool. Strap in and enjoy. And yeah, any feedback as always guys, give us at the end, send me a message if you want to chat online. But guys, really cool podcast. Enjoy. See when you are. All
1: right, so welcome to the PLC podcast. My, I, I am your host Scott Lewis, and I'm here with the real, the one and only Louis
0: Matui also known as Lewis Huckstead. Mate, thank you for having me. It's an absolute pleasure and very excited to talk to you today. So, Well, not just me. We've got Frank in the building. Oh, Frankie, yeah. Frank's made an appearance down in Manly. He's been here for a week or two now. love it. He has, yes.
1: So we're settling in. Um, mate, it's actually my first time doing a podcast with you, hey. and it's my first podcast on the PLC podcast. It's hey, a first for a lot of
0: things today. So I better hey. not
1: fuck this up too bad. Hey. I haven't prepared for it, but um, you and I usually have pretty cool chats. So we do. We I'm do. keen. Um, so, mate, I'd love for you to start off with how you ended up literally. How did you end up here today? Like, oh, God. Give us the, I mean, we'll, we'll try and cap this around the 40, 45 minute. Mark so give us the give us the short version of your journey and literally how you ended up here today
0: well uh, I'll, I'll do it fast because I could Talk Move that down little down a little
1: bit. So yeah. we get the
0: there, we there. We go. Hello, hello. <laughs> uh, I guess the short version of it is I came down for work experience uh, four years ago in 2015. I was still in year 12 at the time. I would repeated year 12 because I wasn't very bright, and <laughs> I just honestly I just came down for work experience to get into something that I was quite passionate about, uh, more so sports and health and fitness and stuff. And came down as uh, as an 18 year old. And you see the memories pop up on Facebook these days. And looking back, I had uh, I've come a long way. And yeah, I was just full of excitement. Uh, had no skills to offer, no no experience, no knowledge of the fitness industry. But I was just really eager and excited to uh, to get into it. And I just came down. And long story short, just yeah, really, uh, I guess attached to your hip a little bit, and mm-hmm. uh, just soaked in so much information from you. And I've uh, I've I've learned so much and I've grown so much thanks to you. And I think I was uh, I was doing the whole. Sort of, it wasn't really PT, but it was PT slash MLM back then mm-hmm. when we were doing things. I did that for about two two and a half years, and then bought into the Burley Gym, and that and that was my first time sort of getting exposed to the to the uh, the back end of business, like shares and all that stuff that you don't really get taught, and that was exciting. And then I think it was only. Maybe six months later or even less, we made a decision to go do Coomera together and we got that up and running. That's been up for about a year and a half now and then I've been uh, been grateful to be able to invest into one studio and now working on two other ones at the same time, which is cool, to help them out and be a part of those. And and yeah, now we're down in Sydney because you moved down here recently and I came down for an event, but yeah, I, I, I went over a lot of uh, things that happened in between that, but that's the summary is what happened. I came down for work experience and four years later, I'm a part of three clubs and in the next sort of two months, we'll have another two that I'm a part of. So yeah, that's the summarized version of it.
1: Exciting, man! It's cool, and watching the journey has been phenomenal. I've been really, um, I've been really blessed to be a part of your journey, man. So thank you for the opportunity. Tell me why you have stuck with this movement and this journey. You know, it hasn't been all sunshine and rainbows. We've had our challenges. We've had uh, a lot of challenges, even between you and I, not so much personally, but we've had business challenges together. Uh, There's been a ton of stuff that you you didn't necessarily, that you wouldn't love to do again or you wouldn't want to do again. You know, you've just had, you've had a lot of ups and downs. Why have you stuck
0: with it? My... I guess my answer to that is I've always been someone, and we spoke about this on the ride home, um, that I, I really look for someone who complements my my weaknesses, and I'm I feel like I'm I'm pretty self aware of it. Not back then, but I am now. That I've I just always really was drawn to people who. Really had that vision and had that excitement, had um, I guess that passion about them because that's something that I that really excites me. So early days, it, it, to be honest, it, it was you that kept me around because there was um, there was only the one Jim and Burley, and that we, we were training on concrete, and there wasn't much uh, glamour back then. But it was very much yourself that kept me around. It was the um, your your personal development, the fact that you were going to things like Tony Robbins and the way you spoke, your positivity, your energy, your drive that got me uh, initially started. And what keeps me around now is now that I'm, I'm going for to have a bit of success with, with the, with the gyms financially ne- well, uh, now as well, and just having that ability to give back to the people you care about from a friends and family side point, but also your team. So, mm. I guess at the start it was very much you that kept kept me um, excited the whole time because I was always learning. You put a lot of pressure on me at times. We had some tough conversations, which, uh, which need that needs needed to be happened, and yeah, I guess what's kept me around is there's always been a. a a step for me to grow towards whether that be learning like my first sale back back in the day that we were joking around about the other day um where it would be and then bringing on a team like recruiting trainers back then to buying into the gym to having multiple gyms to investing into gyms to now mentoring trainers and helping gym other trainers go open up their own gym there's always been that that aspect and that avenue for growth that you're you're so passionate about but that that I guess that DNA of you has gone into the whole company that everyone's so growth-driven, so mm. so driven to set themselves up. But to do that, you've got to give back to others. you got to... What, I can't remember who said it, but to get what you want, you've got to give others what they want. Mm. And yeah, I guess that that's that philosophy has always been around from, from the start, even when there was no equipment and there was only the one studio with... with Five people coming to a class per day. Mm-hmm. And, but yeah, it's been, um, yeah, now we get, we, we have, there was one session a day with five people. Now there's six sessions a day with like average 20 to 30 people per session. So, mm. yeah, but that, the the foundation that you've always been so growth oriented, not just for you, but also the whole team, that mm. just keeps you happy. And you know, Tony says it, growth is the, mm. the one, uh, progression is happiness. And mm. I've just always had that opportunity to progress, which is, yeah, I think that's what's kept me around. Awesome. Time
1: because i see your story the way i look at you is i look at you i look at you as a young gun and i but i look at you as the example for 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 the younger generation the millennials the young guns like for people that are <laughs> for people that are uh, your age man or or even younger or just how you started you know whilst in school because it's so apparent these days that people aren't wanting to just go into a 9 to 5 where again there's nothing wrong with that but there's a whole group of people there's a whole there's a whole culture of people that aren't interested in in going down the same track that their parents did but there's a, w- within that group of people I think a large percentage of those people are uh, they're not they're, they're so unsure about how to then go and create their own world their own reality rather than just going down the same track as others so going back to what kept you around but also what do you think would be the what do you think are the, are the most important steps or even mindset uh for someone of your age or even younger that gap that 18 to 22 year old gap what are the most important steps and and and, and belief systems that you've got to have you must have in order to not necessarily create success because no one's fucking successful at 22 years old. You know, success is a journey. No one's, I think success is, is progress to yep. me anyway. Um, so, but, so, but what do you need to have, to have growth and progression in the things while maintaining happiness? I guess is my question. I guess the first, yeah, there's
0: about four questions there. But I guess the first thing, just what you said right at the end um, to stay happy is you got to do something that you love. Like if you're doing something just to make the money and you've experienced it, I think a little bit yourself when you, you mentioned you were in property a little bit earlier on and you've got friends and family that you've met and I've, I definitely know some people as well who make some really good money, but they're miserable, they're not happy. So first of all, before you even sort of, Go to the next step. I'll give you is first of all find out what you truly love. And I've always been fit and healthy to a degree with my food. Um, with sports, growing up, I love just be- just moving your body. So just I've, besides the kebab he had last night and the grilled he had for lunch, just and besides the pizza that. we're having tonight. <laughs> but I no, but I've always been into sports. Like I've always been a competitive person. Yeah. So I guess um, if I was to do business, something that moves your body makes sense. Yeah. So do something that you love. That's the that's the number one So step one, do something you love. Go Figure into something it. you love. Figure cool. it out. Figure out what your passion what you what you're drawn to. And if you don't know what that is, you already know it because you're always thinking about it. You're visualizing it. You're doing it maybe subconsciously. Maybe just Pick up on those patterns that you're doing because you're already living what it is that you love. You're already living your values for, for say. So try to get conscious of, become conscious of what they are. Um, then number two, and I say this in all the podcasts that people ask when they ask me that similar question, is find a mentor. Find someone that can actually help you get there. Like I, we joke around about it and it's, it is, it's very true. I've, I saved so much time and pain going down the traditional personal training route that you went to and like Durant from Northgate went through and like a lot of the trainers that, that are in PLC went through where you go to a 24-7 gym, you pay a lot of rent, you get no help, you get no support, it's kind of sink or swim and credit to any of the trainers out there that are, that are doing that right now. but I'm winning. And winning. And and doing well but I, I didn't have to do that which I'm grateful for because like I said like I went from an 18-year-old with no work experience to... 21, I, I just turned 22 when I invested into the third gym. So it was three gyms at 22. Mm. Like not a lot of trainers can do have done that, mm. but I, I didn't have to do the five year of pain that you went through. So mm. for me, if and this, then you got into peop, you, yourself, I know you got onto people like Kerwin and Tony and stuff and they started to excel your success. I just happened to do that faster than other people. I didn't have mm. to go out and try and reinvent the wheel. I found someone like yourself who mm. had... Who was still inventing the wheel, but mm. I jumped on the bandwagon and I, I was on on the ride with you. So, mm-hmm. for for me, number one is always, like I said, find out what you love. But number two, find a mentor and find someone who can guide you along the way, even if you have to pay the money. That's that's that that might be a part of it, but. Mm. That would be number two, and then number three, just fucking work your ass off. is the mm. is the cliche one. It's it's not sunshine and rainbows all the time. There's mm. um there's there's parts where it is fun, and that goes back to step one. If you're doing what you love, you should find ways to enjoy it anyways. If you're doing what you hate, then there's no way you're gonna enjoy the process anyways. So, um yeah, just work your ass off. Like I remember the first uh, we, we, said it, we said it a couple times when we asked other trainers the first two years of PLC I missed two sessions mm-hmm. I, and I'm, I'm very proud of that and one of them was I graduated high school funny mm. enough I was in year 12 so I graduated high school no and one, excuse no excuse <laughs> um, and one day I was not just like people was like oh I'm sick I can't come into work like I was spewing like a volcano like I was like in bed like like was I that after move. a big night? Though? No, it wasn't, mate. That wouldn't. That would never be the case. Ah, okay. I came. I came into work hungover multiple <laughs> times, mate. So no, I that like t- three. Uh, yeah. Sorry, two years, two sessions. Like that's the only two times yeah. I missed it. I, I rocked up on weekends and I and wasn't getting paid. Yeah, I was. I, I was just saying that I I didn't get paid for the first two and a half years. So, um, yeah, I. I yeah, that's that, That's my I guess my three simple steps is find what you love, find a mentor, and then go to work. Get mm-hmm. get get the strategy from the mentor. If you were to put another step in there, mm-hmm. um, and then just go put in the work and just learn how to have fun. Like, mm. there's gonna be times where you're stressed and you have to have tough conversations. You might have to fire team members if you get up to that stage where you've got to do videos early on. Where you didn't like doing videos, mm-hmm. I know I hated doing them. Mm. Uh, but yeah, just just know, like for me, I look at it as a game.
1: When you say hard work, Louis. I, I agree you're a hard worker but I, what I've also noticed is that you you also do shit that you don't want to do Yeah. which I think is a massive, I know that was a massive challenge for me. I had such a chip on my shoulder and an ego which if I didn't want to do it, I wouldn't do it and it's often the things that you don't want to do that you need to do because they're the things that get you the growth which get you to the next level so it's, yep. that's the recipe, that's the formula to move forward. Yep. Would you agree that you've done a ton of stuff and maybe what's some of that, some of those
0: things that you've done that you didn't want to necessarily do. Yeah, They say, um, I don't know why, why I thought of this, but they say that the treasure is buried at the place you're not looking. So you, essentially, all the growth is what you're not doing. It's the mm. stuff you're avoiding. That's yeah. what you need to be doing. So whatever you don't like doing if you hate doing videos if you hate doing sales calls if you hate to a degree because there might be a point where you might have to delegate that but I'm I'm just speaking from early days on Um, there are going to be a lot of things that you don't necessarily want to do or you don't enjoy doing like I know for me a big challenge for me uh, up until this day I I still do them because I know how to but uh, was very having those tough conversations where you tell someone they 're not they 're not stepping up and saying if you don 't change you won 't get what you want just by i guess putting your foot down that that took mm. took a long time for me to get to get used to doing and being okay doing mm-hmm. I, there's there 's a way that I got better at doing it, but yeah, I hated that at the start. Mm-hmm. But you just have to do it. I remember mm-hmm. my first sales chat, we are joking mm-hmm. about that the other day too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like I, I wasn't a big fan of selling at the at the start. I, we always did it in such an ethical way. So I guess it wasn't too bad for me because we're yeah. always in the mind frame it's of the right intent. Yeah, right intent. Yeah. We're always helping people. So I yep. guess that made it a lot easier. We weren't yep. selling shit. So, yep.
1: Yep. yeah. And so, what, what are some of the things that you wish? like there's always points in our careers or whatever it is that we do where we're like, fuck, I wish I did that, you know, hindsight kicks in. I wish I did that earlier because it gets a great result. But we were avoiding it because, you know, fear, self-doubt, criticism, the ego, all those sort of things. Is there anything that you know that you're avoiding and it's a pattern of behavior amongst other people that you know that like if you do that, if you can get beyond that, if you can jump that, get over that of yourself or whatever it is, that if you do this thing, it will excel your life in in all areas?
0: I guess for me personally and... i'm trying not to say sound egotistical in this but i i a lot of my challenges i don't see a lot of personal if we are talking about personal trainers in this situation but uh, the biggest challenge for me is what i just said the tough conversations so Mm -hmm. just just doing more of them sooner rather than like for me my pattern of behavior was wait until it's about to blow up until like i remember we had a chat with threshold yeah where we had that chat at northgate with andrew and i i walked out of there in tears like i was like I get emotional thinking about it. But it was like I was I long I had some issues with my own finances and I, I couldn't I was too proud to talk, tell anyone about mm. it. And it got to a point where I just broke down in tears like hysterically. But mm. I had to wait till that moment. Now I'm uncomfortable to say, hey, look, I'm having a challenge mm. with this, 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 this. But that that I guess that would be my answer. And it was kind of what I said before was um, just having uncomfortable conversations sooner rather than later or immediately, like actioning things that don't sit well with you, like doesn't sit well in your gut, just bringing Mm. it up and not Mm. bringing any energy or not energy um, ego into it. Mm. Just saying, Hey, look, um, why'd you say this? Mm. What about this? Just Mm. being okay. Just having a conversation. It's just a conversation. Mm. So that would be my biggest tip for me. But I guess my experience with trainers is what I said at my step two was to find a mentor, stop trying to take on the world yourself. So Mm. I think the pattern I've seen with a lot of people in the fitness industry is that they try to take on the world themselves. Mm. They, they are going to reinvent the wheel, even though someone's already done it better than them. Just mm-hmm. being, just putting your hand up and say, you know what, I don't know what I'm doing. My, I've been doing the same shit for four years. I'm making about the same amount of money. My bank account still looks the same. I'm do, I've got the same amount of clients. I need some help. Mm. And whether that be PLC you reach out to, whether it be, I know, Cohen Ray you reach out mm. to, Tony Robbins you reach mm-hmm. out to, just lower the ego. Jack DeLosa that we're seeing on the weekend, um, we just saw this weekend, but... Yeah, just being okay to say, you know what? I don't know what I'm doing. I need some help. That's mm. probably, but that's something I did quite naturally. So that's why I was trying to reword it. But that's the biggest challenge I see generally speaking mm. with people in the fitness industry mm. is just saying, I need some help. Mm.
1: So, mm.
0: Yeah. yeah, I've noticed that, um, That and in my especially in my own world,
1: because the ego is so clever, you often don't know what's in play or you don't even know that your ego exists. You don't even know that that is your ego, your negative self Uh, is, is how I've simply defined it to me. Whenever you say, whenever you see someone, a perfect example is, is when you see a Ferrari going down the street. Do you, are you inspired by that person? Or do you criticize and create a story around that person and a story around why you don't want it or don't have it? Because it's not about the Ferrari. It's about the the fact that that person has some level of achievement. And often when we criticize that person, it's because we don't see that ability within ourselves. Yeah. And so naturally that brings up challenges. And I had such massive chips on my shoulder, uh, which stopped me from, which literally my egos just stopped me in my tracks, from uh, from recognizing that person and their success and being curious and wanting to go out and and pursue uh, and learn from that person or whatever it is. And and that's what I've noticed in my own life and a lot of others. But it's something that didn't you didn't come with very yeah. early on. Um, and I truly believe that that has been a huge part of your success. Definitely, you know, definitely your education and your environment has been huge. But your ability to just go, I don't fucking know, um, teach me, show me. Yeah. It has
0: just by far been one of your greatest assets as a human. And I agree. That's my answer. That's my go-to answer every time I get some form of a question is Mm. I started earlier and I got help earlier. Yeah. I I didn't. Yeah, that's it. So
1: true, man. If you can lay down that, that ego, if you can recognize it and break through that pattern, which took me a long, long... It actually took me to the point where I was... I ran in front of a car accidentally <laughs> in uh, in LA, and it, and it, I broke my tib fear, But essentially, it put me in a wheelchair for nine months and turned my life upside down. Like it completely turned my life upside down. Nothing was the same. Everything changed. Every absolutely every aspect of my life changed. Um, and, but it took that for me. It often takes massive events. Like a perfect example is when someone goes to the doctor and get gets told they've got you know cancer or diabetes that's the moment when they you know seem to make a change in their life or you know you get you go to your accountant and he says you're going to be you know you're going to go into liquidation if you don't do something yeah. it always seems to get people need to get to threshold i was yeah. a case of that yeah. i'm glad it happened when it did you know early on in life yeah what sort of advice would you give to people that you know can recognize that they do stupid shit like i did <laughs> like that their ego gets in the way of a
0: lot of their decision making um i guess first of all become conscious of it and that's easier said than done you're not just gonna yeah. how go, do you become conscious of it shit that's such a good question oh phone's calling um phone's calling, yeah, or phone, or my phone's <laughs> calling me. um yeah that, oh, such a such a deep question i don't know really how to answer that in a summarized version but i guess start to question everything like if, if yeah. anything like say First of all, you're going to become conscious of it. So say the next time you find yourself being really angry, really uh, reactive, really emotional, I'd say emotional. The next time you find yourself being really emotional, once you come to and you, you balance yourself out and you calm down a little mm-hmm. bit, just like debrief or question what the hell just went on. Like, mm-hmm. why did I, like for me, and I've got a perfect example of this as well. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I've actually, and it's funny enough being a personal trainer, I found myself actually tearing down people or criticizing people for being so fit. Like I'm, I'd, I'd say, thing I'd see someone on Instagram, great abs big, big 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 arms big booty whatever it is and, and my ego would jump into them just criticise them oh they must be at the gym 24-7 they've got no life their finances must be shit if they're at the gym so mm. much and you just you, you, your brain your ego just goes running wild mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then when once I became conscious of, I came back i like Louis why did you just do that what the fuck was that mm-hmm. what just went on then mm-hmm. and if you if I was to go deep enough like I wasn't as confident with my own body at that mm-hmm. time I wasn't as confident with my health and fitness mm-hmm. at that own time so I guess to become conscious of it is to become aware of it. And Mm. I guess uh, how to make that even simpler. I don't know how to make that even more simpler, but once you find yourself being really emotional in any environment or any um, event, once you become more balanced, just reflect it and just question everything you just said. Like, why did you just what like the Ferrari example you used Why did you just bring down someone that you have no clue who the hell they are mm. for having a fu- having a, a beautiful car? Mm. Who knows? They might save people's lives for a living, mm. and they they got that car because it's a symbol of their childhood mm. and it connects them with their mum or their. Mm-hmm. Fu- you don't. You have no clue. Or they're a ha- drug dealer. Yeah, which is what <laughs> which is most people's reaction. <laughs> yeah. That guy probably sells drugs to Kidding. get that. But yeah, um, which I've been there before as well. Yeah. But I'd say just question when you. Find yourself being super emotional or super reactive about anything. Once you become balanced and then become conscious of it and aware of it, just like we use the word debrief and PLC a lot, but just like question what just happened. Like, question what, it, question yeah. it. Like, question it. what did you do just then? Like, mm. why did you just tear down someone for that? You have no clue about that. That's it. Yeah. yeah, that's
1: that's the golden question. I think. Why did I just do that? Because if you keep asking that question, you will get to the core. And like you mentioned before, and I can certainly relate, especially with like a Ferrari example, is that when I didn't believe that that was possible, my ego would jump in and I would ask that exact question is, well, why am I criticizing this person? And it's because I can't, I don't actually believe that I can have that that level of success. So naturally I need to make, I need to pull them down to make myself feel bigger. And it's the perfect example or the perfect um statement that Tony makes, is that there's two ways to feel successful. Yeah. There's, it's either tear everyone else down to below your level, so you feel successful, or it's build a bigger building, it's build a more successful building, it's get a, it's get a greater body, it's whatever it is in your field or your passion. Um, and that's ultimately how you can feel successful. But the challenge with that, as we both know, is that one is harder than the other, you know, to go up to match that person and to work as hard as they do for as long as they have to buy that car or to get that body or to build that business takes years and a lot of pain and a lot of discomfort.
0: What's easier? Yeah what break, break you know yeah. so naturally as human beings what are we going to do yeah and it's and with social media and the internet it becomes so much easier mm. and you have that ability to be the keyboard warrior where mm. there's no there's no repercussions of it you can just tear them down go to town on them with nothing like because a lot of people that say that stuff they're probably not going to say it to your face no nah. so just stay behind your phone and go to town that's so. it yeah. i used to do that on warcraft yeah nice. No, <laughs> i played runescape back in the day <laughs> yeah. that was good
1: just tear everyone down on warcraft I was that guy, very tough <laughs> behind that keyboard. Um, so, Louis, how long have we be going for, mate? Should we, uh, should we wrap this up? Oh, we've only been do- going 23 minutes. Let's right. keep going. Oh, I just don't want to go in an hour long, and I know that's that's certainly happened before. Half the reason is this will, this laptop's gonna die. Yep. But um, all right, Louis. So tell me. What is it that you're most passionate about now at this stage of life? I know that at 22, right, the ripe age of 22 years old, it's a real get stage it. of life. Getting ready get to it. settle
0: down, have some kids That's and it. all that Yeah, stuff. we've
1: spoken about yeah. that. <laughs> we can actually go into uh-uh. that, actually. Why not? Yeah. Um, but yeah, ultimately, what is your... Now that things have moved quite fast over the past couple of years yeah. and we're rapidly expanding as a company, uh, we're changing thousands of lives, we're having a great time doing it what is it for you next? Like, What is it that you're really
0: excited about doing and achieving and creating? I guess um, cliche answer is to more of what I'm doing better. That's the cliche answer. But to really now go to what Tony always says, become the chess player, not the chess piece. So mm-hmm. really not in a... Not in a bad way, where you're manipulating people to do something mm. bad, but really helping like my team. Like there's um, there's, like Rachel and Richard, for example, that might listen to this. I know they've got very big interest in buying into clubs and like becoming owners of the ones that I'm a part mm. of. Um, potentially going out and open up more with new trainers, like the uh, the two marks that I'm helping at the moment open up their own clubs. So mm-hmm. really, I guess going into that coach position where I can show people how to get the results that i've been able to produce where i can Mm. get gyms over 200 plus members 200 and whatever 70 or so at kuma at the moment and just just show them that like look this is exactly how to do it like from day to day day, today the systems we use the personal development that we instill into all our trainers the 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 energy and culture we get off and they do their spin on things but yeah i guess go more into that coaching role where i can really Put people in the right position to succeed and mm-hmm. help them get what they want. Mm-hmm. And and like I said from the start, and then you get more of what you want in return. So mm. I guess go in more of a coaching and a leadership role or an entrepreneur role rather than a, a manager role, which I've done uh, for the last couple of years or so.
1: Cool. Yeah. And how do you you know you use like this again? This all this terminology is quite foreign to most twenty two year olds. I know it was for me as a PT that all I knew was what were you doing at one on one training? I was working very hard. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> at, uh, at Good Life at the time actually yep. yeah. twenty two, um, and yeah. So how is it that you have been able to learn this stuff? I mean, how do you know that that's the next step for you? Because when I was, for example, when I was your age in um, a, a, as a PT in good life, I didn't know about scale, I didn't know about manager, leader, entrepreneur, I didn't know about working on the business in the business, I didn't know about chess piece and chess player, like, yeah. how did you learn about this and how did you decide that that's what you wanna do? Because right now, you're talking to me, I'm a 22 year old, I'm a good life, I'm a personal trainer, yeah. and mate, I have ambitions to do the things that you've done, I wanna own my own gym one day, I wanna be a, you know, I wanna work in a business, I want freedom, I want an incredible cash flow. Yeah. That was the question, sorry. <laughs> the question is, how did you learn this and how did yep. you get to that perspective? I know early on you said mentors, yep. but if you could go into a little bit more detail around it, like how you would do it. Just put yourself in, in my shoes as a 22-year-old PT.
0: Uh, first of all, like to quote what I said before, find a mentor, but just find just start doing personal development and start finding the people that have the answers for what you want. And depending on what Where can I find those people? Uh Google, well, nah, um, <laughs> now find people in- um, G-O. yeah, G-O-O-G-L-E. So now find, find people like some examples that you. I've already said the names, like Tony Robbins, Kerwin Ray, uh, Jack DeLosa. They're some of the ones that I've done in the, in the past. Like I've done I've done a magnitude of personal development, again, for my age. I've got so much more to do and I'm doing learning stuff every single day. But I guess the cliche one is that your business grows at the rate that you grow. So if you're not like- like i said when i bought the when i bought half of the burley gym mm. 4 years ago i didn't even know what a share was mm. Like our agreement was like like a verbal agreement about selling a company mm. that's quite funny to reflect on that but like you you learn what's appropriate at, a, at the appropriate time so if you start if you read a book, for example, like I've done uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad uh, and flow Quadrant multiple times and I did I did a refresher on flow Quadrant six months ago and mm. I, I'd done that three years earlier and I took so much different stuff out of it the second time through. So is that
1: audio books? Yeah, audio
0: books. So yeah, if I was to get practical, number one, uh, get onto podcasts. Yeah, a bit, bit, bit of yep. practical yep. would be great. Um, I, would, I would set a minimum amount of time of podcasts or audio books that you listen to every single day. So okay. pod, podcast ones, again, the ones I've already said, there's heaps out there. Just literally, I'm not being serious as well, but Google like top business podcast right in 2019 or something mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. Like Jack Delosis is amazing for business. I love Tony Robbins' ones. Mm-hmm. I love Kerwin's ones. Mm-hmm. I love Gary V's ones. Mm-hmm. Um, Lewis Huckstep podcast as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a sneaky one. Um, but no, listen to... Listen to a minimum for me. I do. I do. I've I've got the pleasure, uh, the pleasure of having some the luxury of having more time in the day to do some more personal development, so I can listen to some more podcasts and write them down and stuff. But But there's always time, right? Yeah. If like turn your car into university on wheels, driving like net time, as Tony says, but Mm -hmm. listening to it, like start with a minimum of 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. Like 20 minutes at the bare minimum. Start listening to these people who have have got the results that you want and you're going to start to pick up on words that they say or things that they mention and that it just sort of like sparks an idea. Like Mm -hmm. you might hear someone talk about um, becoming an angel investor and you're like, what the hell is that? What does that mean? Mm -hmm. Or like I've been really looking into stocks and buying bonds and all that stuff um, from Ray Dalio and I had no clue what the stock market was. I've heard of it, but it's like, how do you do it? So I Mm -hmm. started Googling it. I started watching YouTube videos. Like just become really inquisitive about, the things that you want to learn at life. If you want mm. to learn how to scale a business, like watch and listen to books and podcasts and people who who specialize in scaling a business mm. and then you'll start to pick up it. And ideally the ultimate goal, depending on how your financial situation is or how resourceful you can become is to get into seminars and events where they can actually, like you can be in the flesh and they teach you in person. Mm. like. For us, Kerwin Ray really changed the game. For me personally, I know he had a massive Im- Im- impact on your journey. So yeah, for me, like my, my mindset, my leadership, my ability to, to scale the business, like went through the roof once getting into K2, his program. Mm-hmm. And now just everything that I learn, I just learn a whole lot faster. So mm-hmm. yeah, start with podcasts, start with what you're going to do right now mm-hmm. and then start setting goals of getting to these events and mm-hmm. do, the, do, the, do the cheapies, do the free ones, like the $27 mm-hmm. ones, the $49 ones that, they come around, they do national t- tours around mm-hmm. around Australia, so or wherever you're watching this from. But find those mentors and find those people and start to just like be so interested and so fascinated with how they do it because they're doing things differently to what you're doing, that's why they're getting different results to what you're getting. Mm. Love it, brother. And do you
1: think that um, do you think that patience plays a big part? with you know not even in business do you think patience plays a big part in any sort of result and do you see a challenge with the the level of patience that people have these days when they're going after any form of goal and do you think that that lack of patience really stops them from getting the fruit that they really are looking to get
0: I love the fruit part. <laughs> Just remind me of that photo. Love fruit. Uh, <laughs> I love fruit. Um, but they always say the last thing to grow on the tree is the fruit. So go. like you can work your ass off, you get the trees, uh, you get the bloody uh, the leaves, the branches, the fruit comes last. But I guess I like Gary Vee's approach. So I lo- I'm i a big fan of Gary V. But he talks about micro um, speed, macro patience. So yeah. understand that like the, the fruit and the joys and the freedom and the, the success as you call it it takes a long time it mm. takes a long and that's that depends on what you define as success anyways but in terms of like f- financial and time freedom that that for me does take a fair bit of time to to create depending on what, what your goal is but just understand it is going to take a long time enjoy the process like on average, don't, I, please don't quote me, but I think on average to build a million dollar business takes 16 years. I think mm. that's what Cohen says. Mm-hmm. So just put that perspective, it takes on average 16 years to build a million dollar business. And then some people, they start their business, they're like, you know what? I'm going to make a million dollars in six months. It's like, well, chances are you're not even going to make it six months. Like mm. one, is it, what is it? 1.7% make it in 10 years? In a 10 year period. Essentially, yeah. Is yep. it? So let's just say less than 2%. In a 10-year period of time, less than 2% of businesses make it. Mm -hmm. So if you just put into perspective of how hard it is and how competitive it is and like how long it takes to, I guess, achieve substantial results, then... Yeah, like you just need to learn to enjoy the process as a lot of people do say. But then be like Gary and like don't then just okay cool sweet I can just take my time and do mm-hmm. fuck all. Mm-hmm. But work your ass off every day like like do, do do content and depending what business you're in, but do content, do sales calls, have sales meetings, go to events, do books, like be micro speed micro fast for a better word mm. um micro impatient but macro patient be okay that it's going to take you 5 10 15 20 years mm. to amount like really i guess large amounts of success and a real fun t- thing that i like to get people to do but like, google warren buffett's net worth and it will come up like and go to google images just thinking and, that and it has um it has like a slide i guess like a <clears> bit <throat> of a sliding scale of his mm-hmm. worth but you can see up until there is like even like 50 that it, like, it didn't really start to really skyrocket until he was like 50 years old, mm. but he started when he was 15. Mm. So that's, I'm terrible at so was that 40 years, 35 mm-hmm. years? Mm-hmm. Um, it's like 35 years. Like, And people want to become a super success in 12 months. Like, It's just, statistically speaking, it's not going to happen. You'll find a unicorn out there that like just happened to... Blow up and kill mm. it and smashed it, but like that's one in a million. Mm. So,
1: and even yeah. those people didn't anticipate that stuff, yeah. From your Ubers to your Facebooks to Insta. your, yeah, exactly. They didn't actually anticipate or or, or believe that that was going to happen, they didn't set out on that journey. Yeah, they still had the long game in mind. And uh, whether it happens, you know, whether it happens because the, the crazy thing is that. The, the greatest things that happen in your life, generally you don't anticipate happening. They're a consequence of all the micro-achievements beforehand and then you naturally you get, like you said before, the fruit's the last thing to happen and yeah. you don't exactly know when that is but there's a process to go through first. 100%. Yeah, awesome, Louis. So, Louis, is there anything that uh, that you'd like to wrap this podcast up with? Is there anything that you know that our listeners, you know our, our um our fan base, you know, yeah. our followers, you know, Ooh. our tribe, our family, what would you tell these people to give them some uh, some value that they can walk away with today? I mean, there's been tons and I thank you for it. Yep. Um, but what would you say to someone that you, that you think is, is close to your heart and is close to our followers' hearts that could really make an impact in their life if they just applied one small
0: thing today? I guess the thing that's closest to my heart is just like that. Uh, people that can like really, you can see such significant changes by being in the right environment. Now if you're a trainer or a client or a follower of PLC and we're just one example I'm not saying we're the all the and end all, but like if you've got the, the pleasure or luxury of coming down and just, yeah, and you, if you've been down to a PLC, you know what I'm talking about in terms of the energy, like it just hits you when you walk through the door like the trainers, the team, they're so positive they're so uplifting but I would encourage you to actually reach out to them a little bit more and just ask for their help, like we're there to help you, we're here to give back, and we're here to, That's really good I guess, help you move forward. But make some really tough decisions is mm. my my number one uh, my number one takeaway. I'll, I'll get you guys. A, to do about who you hang around with what you're doing right now what your goals are and just Mm. like do do like a real big self-assessment of where you are right now are Mm. you happy with where you are with your body with your relationship with your Mm. business with your career with your uh, your spirituality anything like Mm. what are you not satisfied with what are you not going to tolerate anymore and then use the people around you like the coaches like the other clients like there's some of our clients have given me tons amount of value value and support in my journey already and just reach out to them because you've got like a little hub of positivity at our clubs where we can just we can help you with like close to anything where or we can just point you if even if, if we can't we'll point you in, point you in the right direction but you're not going to get shut down by us by coming to us with a challenge you're not going to get shut down we're coming to us with with a dream or, or an idea like we're, we're here to help and there's just for my experience or lack of experience because i came straight into plc but the more people i meet outside in the like day to day world, the real world, the, the real world that I <laughs> that like I said, I didn't have to experience that as a PT. But yeah. like, there are people out there that want to see you do well. As mm. funny as that seems, mm. like there are people it's that I, I, every client I see, whether they come in and they want to lose five kilos, ten kilos, or they want to be co- more confident, or they want to start a business. Like I had one client, uh, Sarah from Coomera and she was like, I, I she got me in tears. We helped her lose a lot of weight, etc. But one of the bigger ones is she said she finally got the confidence to leave her job that made her miserable mm. like that like that's like the biggest win ever because mm. it's not just the weight because weight obviously the weight's great, but it's like now she's going to be a happier person for her partner for her mm. kids if she has kids in the future the people that she's around and she tells me like she, she and she goes she catches a, a train to brisbane to get there but you can just tell when i saw her the other day like how proud she was to mm. do that and for and that for some people might look like a small thing but it's massive for some so i guess take away the judgment that you should be anywhere compared to anyone else's opinion and look at your life right now where it's at and just ask yourself where do you want to improve and reach out for some help there's so many people out there might not be plc might be a friend might be a family might be someone a video that you saw on facebook just send them a message positive people or people that are doing well with themselves they want to help you out as well love it there that's a wrap
1: ladies and gentlemen that's the real louis matui what's oh, your man. handle give us a plug oh. louis we want to see you on facebook instagram and the rest uh
0: instagram TikTok. i haven't been very good at i've only just started it but um <laughs> instagram and facebook's number one and podcast louis huckstep just type in it as it is and uh you'll you'll find my stuff you'll find the great
1: man louis matui thank you for having me
0: mate. appreciate it's been a it pleasure my man it's been a pleasure that's see a wrap